How are you? I'm really good. How are you? I am really, really good. Um, I'm recording on a, the new iMac. Finally, it's here. Nice. Yeah. Does it uh, does it record well? So far, so <laughs> the same. <laughs> a lot of bugs, like on the App Store. So we heard a uh, Casey list had some troubles with the like updating the software. Yeah, he bricked his iMac. Did you just not update your Mac just in case? No, I did. I mean, that's the first thing I I do. Like, right? I just open up App Store, updates, and I update the OS. Um, really? It didn't. It didn't break. I always my click computer. remind me tomorrow. Oh, you're one every of those. Time. I do that every single day because there's no. Don't ever fucking remind me. I don't give a shit. You're one of those. You don't update your things, your apps. No. Why would I do that? I don't care. Because a lot of people work very hard to <laughs> fix something or to work on this update, and you finally pushed it, and you don't update it. My computer works fine. Just add new features if you <laughs> want me to upgrade, <laughs> or or emojis or whatever. But um, that's yeah. how they get it. I don't yeah. want to turn off my that's computer, and I don't want to wait for the update. Oh, I, I update it. Like, as soon as there's an update, I do it. I'm a sucker for updates. Mm. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's cool. We, we don't wanna, we don't, we're not going to talk about it. One thing that I was surprised um, in a good way was the keyboard. It's really good. I really like it. Oh, I love it. It's so good. Yeah. It's... Uh, it has, like, the perfect amount of travel for me. Yep. So it's like an in-between between the old... Uh, I don't know what they call it. It was not a magic uh, keyboard. The old Apple keyboard and like a laptop, like a MacBook Pro or something. It's like in, in between. Uh, um, no, really like it. not even. I think it's in between the the old um, Bluetooth keyboard, but the on the other side is the, the MacBook, like the super mm. thin one, thin keys. Because I think the MacBook Pro has the same key the same keys as the the old keyboard no it was definitely the, the keyboard the external bluetooth one was definitely had more travel than really so i have it right here side by side okay let, let me try it felt the same to me no i'm gonna say the the new the magic keyboard has a little bit more travel than uh, macbook pros interesting i think hmm it's barely noticeable but mm. yeah whatever <laughs> we do have some follow-up and that's what we want to talk about so uh first thing first we we want to thank every listener or non-listener but yes everyone who upvoted our latest episode on product hunt on the podcast category those are our best listeners yes so <laughs> we tweeted about it like we asked your help if we could uh, help us by giving us an upvote and you did and we stayed like in number one for the entire day that was awesome yeah and a funny thing is we uh even beat a friend of the show uh tobias van schneider uh really proud of that and shopify's own podcast <laughs> pretty funny how'd you felt about it i felt great <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i have no remorse whatsoever <laughs> um so um because we're such um uh product on horse or no, i'm not gonna say that <laughs> we'll we'll edit that out 
Yeah, we'll edit that out definitely. So <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to do is if you want to continue doing that, uh, that would be awesome. It would help us immensely. So what we're going to do is we're going to post in the show notes a link to uh, the Product Hunt post. So if you're listening to this right now, uh, maybe you're listening to this in Product Hunt. Well, then never mind. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> click that link and give us an input on Product Hunt because we love Product Hunt and we love being up there on the top. <laughs> so yeah, the way to think about this is not trying to rank uh, on Product Hunt. The list is not for ranking the best podcast. It's to rate the best podcast listeners. So if you <laughs> nice. want to be the best audience for a podcast, you know what to do. Anyways, yeah, you guys are the best. We'll see how that goes. Maybe we just burn ourselves right now. Like, <laughs> Anyway, um, second piece of follow-up. Um, listener of the show, well, I don't know his real name, but uh, on Twitter, his funny Quito. I think that's a Quito. Um... <laughs> That's a funny uh, name. Well, that's his name on Twitter. That's uh, his, his handle is Enriquito, so maybe he's called Enrique. I don't know. Anyway, he he uh, recommended us to check out this app, uh, which is called Silver, and this is kind of like we talked about uh, last episode that maybe what something that Sketch could do, which is to build in this um, simple prototyping. Um, tools inside a sketch mm -hmm. and silver is exactly that it's an app that will work uh, with sketch so it's kind of like a sketch plugin yeah but you can build your prototypes directly inside a sketch and you it has awesome features like uh, headers and footers so you can set that up uh, editable input fields so you can like get a real keyboard and play with it um, embedded web views native transitions you can preview uh, on device can, uh, yeah, it has stuff like you can access the camera and browse photos and stuff. Over USB, which is amazing. Or Wi-Fi. Or Wi-Fi, yeah. yeah. But that never works. Um, and it, it works with Framer as well, okay? So this sounds awesome, right? Yeah. And it really does. But here's the catch. It's not out yet. So we can't really, like... Uh, like test it and maybe this won't work that well but um, according to, to, to the company and they already have a website with uh, like a cool video so you can check out like all these features um, working and they say that it's almost ready so it's in private beta right now um, maybe we should uh, get in touch to see if we can can get in that yeah um, if we get beta. in we'll we'll definitely report back Yes. Uh, it honestly it looks like my perfect prototyping tool. Cuz it doesn't make sketch too complex, like it doesn't change the original product, mm -hmm. but just adds onto it if you need it and that is just great. That's perfect for for my needs and it's it looks pretty powerful too, which is really great. Yeah. Right now for me this like this looks way too good to be true. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. Um, yeah. and you know what? I I so I I was aware of this uh, when they posted. I guess when they launched this page, when they they posted alongside a, a post on Medium. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw like it explaining. On yeah. So I think I actually like I I signed up for the beta. Well, I haven't heard from them since, so I guess mm -hmm. they did not pick me. But um, 
Wow. Yeah, um, it's cool. It's crazy this whole prototyping thing. We, I still feel we should um, dedicate an episode, especially like dedicated to this prototyping tools and the landscape and all, which is crazy out there. I think it's fascinating. Do you think we're gonna have enough time in just one show? <laughs> I feel like there's so many tools out there that is that's crazy, and it, it's good. Yeah, I love having all the these options when it comes to prototyping. That's that's really great. But yeah, there's so many. It could be our first, uh, you know, like part one, part two episode. Split it into yeah, topic maybe. into different episodes. If you're interested, let let us know and send send us the maybe the apps that you want us to review or something like that, so we yeah, don't forget it, some. Uh, like for me, if I were to pick some right now, I I would I'm a big fan of Framer and a big fan of Marvel, which like for me they're not really like competing for me it's different types of prototyping anyway what uh, makes i love those two sorry what makes marvel different from like uh from framer and envision because these are like the main ones that i know uh it's way different from framer it's not different from envision i think envision okay. is their main competitor so mm. you know it's like framer you have this very minutious like small uh animations and this small interaction and yeah. Marvel and Envision and like Flinto, it's all about like having this whole landscape of an app, like all of the different screens and how you like a flow, like the, the mm -hmm. story of the app. I feel um, so. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, players in this space, and even like Xcode, which uh, plug uh, <laughs> last. Uh, Last week, I recorded an episode for Sketchcast, which I I show how you can actually use Xcode to create these very simple prototypes, all without like writing code, just like with the storyboards. Um, add some screens there, add some buttons, transitions, bam, done. Yeah. So um, yeah, so that's even another player. Uh, that episode is free for everyone, so even if you're not a member, um, we can link in the show notes, so you can just watch that video. Of me rambling and talking yeah that was really cool because if you're a student or something like that and you can't afford some of these like paid prototyping tools this is perfect for you like you could just download xcode for free um and then play with like native transitions and things like that so that's pretty neat yeah and especially uh i one of the strong points of xcode is like you can build the app on your iPhone or iPad, right? So you actually have like a bundle of the app. You can have the the right icon and all that. That's yep. It's cool. It works like offline, of course. So you don't need like a connection and stuff like Framer you do or even Marvel. So yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's a huge topic. That was a great tutorial, by the way. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was like super easy to follow and like really awesome. Thanks. Good job on that. All right. So uh, that's it for follow-up. So again, Product Hunt, you guys are awesome. Thanks for that. And let us know if you want us to talk about uh, prototyping tools. So yeah, let's get to the topics now. Sweet. So this was all over uh, designer news um, yesterday 
the day before, something like that. Um, and it's called Desktop Neo. Yes. And um, the tagline is rethinking the desktop interface for productivity. And that's actually a project um, that um, a UI designer from Berlin uh, named Leonard uh, Zibersky. Um, he's like a 21 year old designer and he he was like okay i think i can make uh a new interface for doing computing on a desktop computer um and he made this like whole like super in-depth website great write-up um and basically the idea is that your screen is sort of divided in two you, you get two panes with two apps side by side that are kind of full screen. Um, and um, th you can have different interactions uh, with these two apps. So if you want, you can pin one app to um, the left side and then like have horizontal like scrolling, scroll view of like the different apps that you have open on the other side. So it's sort of a different paradigm that instead of going with windows, you're going with panes and these panes stay fixed and they don't overlap each other. Um, it's a, it's going to be hard for us to talk about like, yeah, in you an should... audio medium, but uh, <laughs> you, sh you should definitely take a look at it. Um, if you don't want to read because the, the website is kind of long, but uh, it, there's it's a nice video. Read, but yeah. Yeah. They have, um, they have a video just, explaining like a real good summary of the basic ideas uh this is an impressive piece of work especially Gosh. for a for a 21 21 year old interface design student i guess ui student i, I don't know if he's a student is he oh i uh, guess yeah i said yeah he says he is studying so yeah he's looking for a job uh pff, i don't know why you wouldn't hire this dude uh he's like he he made this impressive work. Um, I have some. It's not problems because this is not a real product, so it, it would be unfair to judge it like one. But um, the, the, he has good ideas for us to you know to talk about. In, yeah, I in think it's think interesting about. to discuss these ideas because it's yeah they're definitely not crazy. Like I I could see this being a thing. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what uh, what are your thoughts on it? Well, for me, the, the most interesting thing about this is the problem that he's solving. Mm -hmm. Because I wouldn't... I would say, like, most of the people don't think of it as a problem. Like, who thinks, uh, you know, desktop computing, like OS X and Windows and all that, who thinks, like, that is broken, that is outdated, and um, something has to change, right? It's... More and more. Maybe it's because like I inertia. Do. <laughs> you do? Yes. Hmm. And we we can get to it later. Um well, no, this is the perfect time. <laughs> all right. Um so I've been I've been using my iPad more these days. And now it feels like every time I go back to my Mac, there's just so much stuff to manage. I have like now I closed a bunch of windows, but in a normal day, I have like over 35 windows open in my computer. Jesus damn, like, dude, why? Finder windows everywhere, Slack, like 
three or four oh. browser windows with like 15 tabs each. I have uh, <sighs> like six like sketch windows. I have like just stuff everywhere. And it's it's not because I'm I'm using all these things at, at the same time. It's like just the idea of opening an app and then doing something in that app, closing that window, then going to a new app, opening that window and like trying to find like a good layout to take advantage of the screen space like it just feels really old to me and it feels like way too much complexity and i, I don't want to manage this like i the computer should should help me with that and yeah i i just feel like honestly like i'm i'm i have a lot of windows on, on my computer and that's what it's made for um but I find that I never use more than two things at the same time. And it's sort of, for me, that's what makes the, the things that were added to the iPad really like change the game for me is that the it's a nice sweet, sweet spot. Like one thing at a time like is, is not perfect all the time. So, but having two things like a text editor and a browser or uh, a browser and uh, a mail uh, window or um, I don't know having like Google Drive on one side and Sketch on the other or something like that that like makes a lot of sense to me and that works really well so I, I do think that there is place for um, a, a bit of rethinking on the desktop um, I, I don't think I, I take advantage of all, like the ability to have five windows at the same time on my computer um and most of the time what i do is is exactly what's what you see in these screenshots is put full screen one app on one side put full screen another app on the other side so i actually think that's not a bad idea hmm i see your point uh that's interesting so i use a computer in a different way than you do i think I guess you could say that. Um, like I'm super OCD with it to the point that like I, I don't have almost never like more than two like Safari windows open. Definitely not like more than, I don't know, 10 tabs at a time. Like I oh, really? <laughs> I have to keep everything manageable. Like if if I get to the point like which tabs are open, what what is this? I don't, I will never get to that point. Um Oh, but, uh, I, believe me, I do the same. <laughs> I open all of these tabs, and at the end of the, day, of the day, I have like four Safari windows with 35 tabs each. I just close all, call it a day. See, but why? Well, I will close them as I go. Like, sure, when I'm doing something, I have to open a bunch, like I'm doing research or something, and then I'm done. Nope, mm-hmm. done. I close it all. Um, I never have like more than one sketch file or two. <laughs> open at a time right i don't know i'm maybe i spend way too much time on this maybe i actually never tracked it <laughs> um i just have to have everything very very clean in my my desktop and you know i i was working on a on a 15 inch macbook pro and now i have this 27 inch mm-hmm. and i like i don't know what to do in my life <laughs> because uh because before like even if i wanted to have you know more than one or two windows like it's not open at the same time it's like visible at the same time not right. overlapping yeah, yeah yeah um i would never have more because i really couldn't 
uh, stuff like you know sketch would always be full time um, full screen not the full screen mode but taking the full the full mm-hmm. screen yeah um, you know stuff like iTunes always had like a space like on full screen for that always had like I use spaces a lot so we always have one space with like messages and Slack and Safari and then like on the other one another space would have just you know just sketch and all and now spaces with this huge are, monitor oh sorry but yeah. spaces are also a thing that more and more you're like gosh like this is just so much work i oh, you think so i don't i don't think so because I, well i don't feel that way it's i don't know i i feel like i always have to swipe so much and like i command tab to like a different app then like switches four pages over and then like now I try swiping back, but then like now the page order reordered because I, I switched to a different page. It's like, oh gosh. Yeah. For me, wow. I, I just don't want to manage That's it. Not... I like interesting. feel like I want my computer to take care of it for me. That's interesting. See, spaces for me is like my the first space. Uh I always have like stuff that I you know, I have Tweetbot over there, messages, Slack, Safari, where a Safari window just where I have like I'm reading designer news and I'm, you know, looking in at articles on Medium and stuff. And then I create another space usually just for like sketch and maybe preview with some mocks or some references or whatever. Mm. Uh if I'm working on an app, uh I'm gonna have a dedicated space to it. Um like only with Xcode simulator and stuff. Like all all windows very neatly arranged so i you know they are what i want them to be and like before on my laptop i would never have more than two three spaces and well now i'm going crazy and it's like okay now i'm gonna work on the like some front end for sketchcast so i'll create another space with sublime with the terminal window open and a second safari window stuff like that like i group the spaces to the kind of work that i'm doing right does that make sense yeah so, but uh, you you said you like would do something and then close the window or something like that. So, how does it work with the like the series of of work? Uh, how do you call that of, of spaces that you have? Mm-hmm. How does it work? Like, is it things that you're working on at the same time, or is it different things you're switching between, or? Kind of, yeah. If like if I'm gonna dedicate like okay, I'm gonna spend my morning working on this design work for a client or whatever i'll have that space with sketch and some research and reference material and stuff but then if i if i'm done with it i will close all those windows and you know get rid of the space mm-hmm. it's not there yet but um like for example right now oh that's not fair because i rebooted the computer um oh that's another thing do you turn off your computer i don't turn it off but i reboot it mm, like every two days maybe okay Maybe it, that I, might I, be a key difference too. I, I like reboot. rebooting the computer to, like, every time I reboot a computer, I always uncheck the thing to open the windows again. You know, you uncheck it. Yeah, you I will never it? open the windows again. Oh yeah, no, that that's terrible. <laughs> you turn on your computer and it's like, wait for fifteen minutes for all your windows to come back to life. <laughs> yeah, I like rebooting for that. Like, okay, like. Either I'm done by the day or like whatever. I want to reboot this, like fresh start. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, and everything, I, I don't know. It's like a, 
uh, how did Syracuse uh, did like empathy for the machine or something? <laughs> yeah, you remember that? Yeah, it's like yeah. If I spend if I if I'm working on this computer without rebooting or turning it off or something for like more than two days, I'm like, dude, I need to, <laughs> I need to give this guy a rest. Like, ah, breathe for a moment. There you go. And all the processors are restarting. And like, okay, you're good. You're you're back to. Wow. You're in good shape now. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> my so I don't know if it's just my computer or being two years old and there is gonna be like a new uh MacBook Pro coming out soon, but uh my computer now shuts off automatically. <laughs> oh no. At like random times. And my theory is <laughs> that uh it's just like that my computer sort of has its own personality and <laughs> it's just tired of me <laughs> saying like no install this uh, like remind me about this update tomorrow and like after a while it's like you know what screw that i'm installing the goddamn update whether you like it or not uh oh no and then i have to turn on the computer again and like it's the worst how old is your computer uh, a little over two years old that's nothing. Yeah, it's my MacBook Pro is upgrade. still here, up and running, and it's I think it's like four years. Mm. It's around four. Yeah, I could early definitely like three. I think use it for Thank longer. You. I th I think maybe the battery is kind of dying off or something. Oh yeah, that's unfortunate. I don't know, but as as soon as there is a meaningful update, I'm I'm switching. I'm giving up this machine. Yeah. Well, I just did. So, but yeah, you you moved to a new, brand new computer. Anyways, uh, so going back to the desktop Neo thing. Mm -hmm. um, oh, there's another, there's a cool point about it that I want to talk about. Yeah. So, sure, the Windows, uh, well, the lack of Windows, the, the, the panels, I don't know what they call it. Uh, it's very interesting. Like, I, I understand the thing, like the point that you said, you are never really you know, looking at more than two, maybe three apps at the same time. Really? Yep. Like, if we're going to be honest, you can't be aware and keep track of four different apps at the same time, right? So yep. I like that. Uh, I think it's a boldy move. Um, I like that. But there's one thing that I know this is a proof of concept and this is not a real product, but there's something that uh, just makes me kind of crazy. Yeah. Which is this... Uh, this concept is not using a mouse, right? Okay. It's using so a trackpad. So far so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far so good. It uses a trackpad. Yeah. Um, there are iMacs that, you know, you can use it just a trackpad. Mm -hmm. I have one right here. I could use it. Yeah. But that's not the point. It's not, not only it's not using a mouse, it's not using a cursor. Like, you're, the trackpad is going to be used yeah. only for clicks and gestures. And I, I assume that he's thinking of like a huge, like a Wacom-sized tablet, like a trackpad thing, because there's gesture that you have to use six fingers, so <laughs> two hands. <laughs> that stuff's just ridiculous. Yeah. And, well, you can say, well, you said that a trackpad clicks, but um, if it doesn't have a cursor, like, where do you know where you are clicking it? Here's the thing. According to this, th to this uh, concept, you... It has some hardware that tracks where you're looking at. So it's like if you want to open a link, you look at the link and then click on the trackpad, right? Yeah. This is getting 
crazy. This is getting yeah, crazy already. That's the and point. There's another thing. Where I zoned out. I, I read this this article. Um, I read this this website twice to see if I can still figure it out. I have no idea if he uh, is using like a keyboard for this. He never mentions keyboards. The only input method that he mentions is voice, and I don't know if he's you know if if he's only using voice if that's the idea or not, but. I don't know. So, yeah, in my notes, I wrote too many gestures. Like, yeah. these, like, six-finger gestures are just crazy. Like, that's just not happening. Um, like, there's just no way, like, people are going to memorize these and use them. And they're mm. for pretty big features, like, like uh, minimizing an app or, like, going full screen, things like that. Um, I think that's that's a bit crazy, uh, for sure. And the like, looking at your eyes to like see like what text you want to highlight or or things like that, that's just impossible right now. <laughs> like I, yeah. As much as I like the idea, like you could say anything. You could say like, oh, you're not even looking at the screen. You're just thinking in your head, and the computer knows. <laughs> like. It's at this point, like it just gets pointless. Um, so I sort of ignored that part because, like, yeah, you know, whatever. Like, you kind of have to. I yeah, guess. it's not even real stuff. Leonard, Leonard, at one point in the video, he says uh, something like, "Like after a while, all of this is going to become second nature to you." That's, Keyword: After a while. <laughs> that's like that's um, every designer's dream, like. This sounds complicated, but if you use it enough, it will become second nature. Like, that's um, a way out. Like, that's not... <laughs> yeah. You can't use that, that as an argument, as a selling point. Yeah. One thing to consider is how it's different from uh, iOS split view and uh, OS X split view, because both of them have it today. Well, it's because it can scroll through all the panes, right? So all of the apps are effectively running what it can be like hiding like kind of like an app on OS 10 if it's not on the like if it's not visible it's it answers in this uh, like in this coma <laughs> um <laughs> iOS it doesn't like it really kills the app after a while so that's like it's very fluid like you can sure you have like two windows um open at the same time full screen yeah. in a way but uh, you can scroll very fast through them yeah and it's not like you're flipping pages it's just a natural scrolling list yeah, horizontally. Yeah, and I think that's good because it like you could almost like naturally jump like just look over what's on the other app on the other side and then like move back and then like you can navigate this way. Um so but <laughs> the um uh split view on a West End is just is just so bad, right? Like I don't know if you've tried it, but I never use it. No, I and never use it. Especially on this huge monitor. It's like, it's way way worse than the iOS version. Um, so and if you don't don't know about this, is you can uh click and hold right now uh on OS ten in El Capitan, um, click and hold on the green like green light icon um on the top left corner. The full screen icon. Uh. Click and hold 
for a while and then the window is going to shrink and then you can choose like where you want to put that window and then you have to pick a second window that you're going to put on the other side um but then there's no way to rearrange the windows so if you're if you're done oh god i did it and now my computer is like really <laughs> weird uh sorry um so but there's no way to change one of these two apps the only the only way to, to change the arrangement is to like stop the the split screen and then start over with two new apps and you have to pick the the two apps right when you make them full screen um so and if you have two open two apps open in split view if you close one the other one will take a new space full screen that drives me crazy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah compared to iOS iOS is still better in in the sense that you can choose the app on on the right um but it's not as flexible as this where you can uh, move naturally between two different uh, or multiple different apps that are all like side by side in a giant horizontal scroll view um yeah so i thought that was that was pretty neat and i would like to see more explorations in that field like i think there's something interesting there how would this go like how would this work on a laptop that's another thing uh and you're not going to have a trackpad or or a laptop or a keyboard i mean but you know what, what? this th- no, that's the thing I, like okay the way to look at this i think is imagine you have a cursor and imagine you have a keyboard okay just like just think about the idea of like how the the interaction model works and forget about all the crazy like futuristic stuff because i i think that's not happening anytime soon i think it's it's interesting and it's um it's a thing to look for and like to keep thinking about this problem but um you know what the the concept as it is i i I wouldn't like i don't think it would work for me Mm -hmm. so but But here's another thing here's another thing uh isn't this like only apple and microsoft like the only ones that can actually solve this even if like even if this dude imagine that this guy you know, get some funding or whatever and builds this. No. <laughs> I don't think this would work on like a, like an app on iOS on, on, on OS ten. No. It would have this is a whole operating system. So if you could install matter. an app like today no one, that did this, I would not install it. <laughs> yeah. So this no, is like, like there's only no the way. big guys can actually solve this problem. Mm-hmm. The the small guys will never have a chance because they don't have the the platform. Like no one will ditch you know OS 10 or or Windows to use this new operating system and you can't reasonably think that you can build a, a compelling operating system in a year or two or five well there's right? two things can happen one he, he can get hired by Apple or Microsoft sure uh, and then work on that or sure. or two uh someone from Apple or Microsoft can read this piece and be like hmm this looks cool and then continue experimenting. I hope so. Like related stuff like that. Because um, I think it's a great write-up. Like th- there are flaws, obviously. Like um, I think a big concern I would have is how like window management in a way. <laughs> like 
how do you pick which app is goes where and like what do you want first what do you want last and what happens when you're done with an app like does it go away where does it go like a lot of spatiality stuff i think is mm -hmm. uh maybe a little bit missing right now um you can see from that uh from that uh, gif the video animation whatever on the app control yeah section. yeah that's the closest that you get to it but i'd love to see more you can get like a bird's eye view from all of the panels open and you can rearrange them With a swipe, you can like close them, and that's how you. And like, you have kind of a launch pad stuff at the top. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that works. Uh, we'll we'll have to see. But um, mm -hmm. so yeah, I had that as like something that was that was interesting. There's also um, down there he has the idea of like using tags versus folders. Um, which might be interesting, but he completely lost me when he was talking about um like smart tags and let's, so like one example he he has is um let's say you um yeah you have a folder with uh, all of your client work and then inside of it you have another another folder for each one of your clients. Um, now if these become tags, you sort of lose that like parent-child relationship. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I'm not sure what to do with that. I feel like a lot of people would just probably be more confused about it than anything. Yeah, um, that's like that's one of the things that we see in every new OS, every new computing system anyway, in the last one we've seen was iOS and Android and all. They all want to get rid of the file system. So that's like a thing that... I guess we all kind of agreed upon, like, yeah, sure, the file system is an outdated, uh, an outdated thing that, you know, if we're going to build from start, like from scratch right now, we're going to get rid of it. And iOS solves it in a way, it's like, okay, keep every single file inside their own apps. Um, that's one way to put it. The way, uh, the way Leonard uh, suggests here is like uh, tagging things. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> You can tag on iOS 10 on OS 10, and if you if you could only rely on Spotlight to open and find your files, you'd be screwed. <laughs> so, and I don't think I think it's a good is I, that I think because, it's a good way to is that because yeah. the idea of searching is bad or because the actual search engine really sucks? Because I'm not no, sure. I think it's I, I it's, feel it's, like it's, if I could do a Google search of my documents, I could find them really easily. If I do a search right now in Google Drive, you bet I'll be able to find the document I'm looking for. Only by their file name and kind of tags? Because a lot of times I have no idea which file it is or what's the name of the file or whatever, but I know it's on this folder, right? Yeah. So I guess you could you could think of a folder as a tag in a way. I don't, I don't know. It's it's still It's still kind of cloudy for me. Like, it's not clear how... How we could solve this? So I just uh, I have a I have a file a sketch file that's named buttons, um, <laughs> that, I, that I was working on today. Uh, okay. If I search for that in Spotlight right now, I get top hit an email. Then Damn. after next the next results are like 15 folders named buttons. Then I get Apple Music, 
Then I get mail and messages, a bunch of me messages with um, that mention buttons, I guess. Then web videos, buttons, the pussycat dolls. <laughs> and then finally, <laughs> with image, I get buttons.sketch. File I'm looking for. File I was editing all day today. Good job, Spotlight. Yeah. Anyways. I think you could be smart enough to know. Okay, if this is a pretty recent file, uh, he he wants to you know, monetize the buns. <laughs> I like the way I like the way um, what's it called like Spotlight on iOS? Uh, you know when you you know you swipe from the top and you get the Siri app suggestions. Yeah, these are amazingly good. Yeah, uh, I try to like you know pick it apart, see how it works. Mm-hmm. I know like if you install a new app. Like if you install it, it's up there. Right. Uh, it's definitely not the most used apps because, for example, there are lots of apps that I only access it through the Siri app suggestions. So it kind of learns that. So yeah. there are a lot of apps that are always there because that's where I, that's where uh, how I open them in a way. Mm-hmm. No, that's the, that's smart. I don't know. No, it's it's so good, and that's I'll, I'll let me tell you a nice uh, iOS productivity hack. Um, so put like the, your main apps on your home screen and forget about any other page. These are just mm-hmm. like random garbage. And if it's not on, on your main home screen, just search for it. That's it. Yeah. Don't, don't even try going to the, to the other pages. And what's going to happen is, well, at least that's, that's what happens for me is, Honestly, like 80% of the time, the app I want to search for is going to be in the recommendation, the Siri recommendations when I swipe down. Magic. It's just crazy. It's really good. And if it's, if it's not there, then I just type like two letters and then I get my app. It's, it's yeah, pretty great. I only have two pages. Uh, and I have one folder called Extras and has like a billion apps there. Uh, you're a folder guy. Uh no, I have three folders. Um, Still too many. <laughs> no, just kidding. Come on, three. <laughs> yeah, well, I. You have you seen like these people that like on the metro or on the bus or something like that? They open their phone and they want to get to like I don't know Facebook or something. It's like tap social swipe like uh no sorry like swipe two screens then type social uh go into the social folder then swipe like six screens then like, tap the facebook icon then finally open facebook and it's like gosh like you know it'd be way quicker if you had like just one extra page it's crazy like i you know that's how the normal people work uh i guess for example, like my girlfriend just drives me crazy. She doesn't care like how the apps are, you know, arranged in the home screen. And like you could assume that one of the most like on the home screen she doesn't care? No, like not the home screen, like on the springboard on every page. Mm. So you would assume like okay, at least on the first page that's where you put the most used apps, right? That's yeah. something you could assume. Well, not her. She <laughs> Like most of them use apps on a second screen, but it, and she kind of knows where they are, but I suspect she doesn't. Oh, but uh, it's does, it's does crazy. She, does she uh, just keep the first home screen as the default? No, that's the thing. It's it's mm. like random for me. I can't find the pattern why the apps are in the 
the place they are. Because mm, that's what my brother does. He <laughs> he keeps the first home screen as like stock iPhone stuff, even if he huh. doesn't use half the apps. And then his second on mm. home screen is his actual home screen. Like he has the freaking Apple Watch app on his home screen. Doesn't have an Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why? Well, well people, I guess they don't care people. as much as we do. <laughs> we should have taken some screenshots of our home screens and people can pick it apart and say how wrong we are. <laughs> oh, gosh. Why? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. I want to see how yeah, wrong it, we are. And, yeah, uh, it's not fair for us to say how us. wrong other people are. <laughs> I, I'm willing to accept that I'm wrong in a bunch of ways in terms of yeah, home screen. I, um, I, I remember a couple of screenshots and I had uh, some bones to pick. Oh, really? <laughs> Maybe you should uh, do that live on, on the show <laughs> next week. Mm, <laughs> well, maybe let's leave it for, for next show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rafa complains about my home screen. <laughs> Bring it um, on. So, uh, yeah, in closing, like I th- about Desktop Neo, I think this is wildly exciting. Like this is super. I would love to see more people do things like that. Yeah. But there and so some people could see this as like, oh, yet another like redesign that like ignores a bunch of constraints and things like that. But mm-hmm. honestly, like I think that's super well thought out and super in depth. And the writing is sort of what makes it good, like even better. Um, it's not just like visual stuff that like looks nice. It's more trying to rethink some of the core assumptions. And he he still has like a lot of good reasoning behind a lot of the decisions that he had. So yeah, I, I love that. Like I love reading about that stuff. Yeah, definitely. So great job. Yeah. To Leonard. I hope that's how you pronounce his name. It's unfortunate when you, whatever. Probably. Um, thanks for that. And uh, I hope that, yeah, I hope this starts a conversation. Definitely. Yeah. I, I like to think that Apple and Microsoft, they're always thinking about this, but uh, maybe not. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. In other news, uh, our friends Dribble. <laughs> Yay. They've released something. It's called Dribble Playbook. Yep. And what this is, uh, it's on a, like a beta now. I think if you're a paid member, I think like a pro member, yeah. you have a free trial. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a paid upgrade. And what this does is it turns your Dribble profile into like your homepage, like your portfolio page, website, whatever. Right? So it creates, you have like this very limited, but somehow, okay. Um, like editing tool, anything like you, you can you can set some things like you can choose okay, the fonts, my, colors, yeah, choosing um, fonts, um, the size, of the, the size shots. of thumbnails, yeah, things like that, and yeah. and you can have your own domain point to it, which I guess is the main selling feature of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know what, it doesn't really differ much from your plain dribble profile. Yeah, if you think about it. Yeah, so what do you think about this? Uh, I think this is a very smart move for Dribble because that's what most of the people were doing already is using their Dribble page as a portfolio. Yeah, it uh, certainly makes a lot of sense. 
we kind of talked about that. But because, you know, people are doing that anyways, so they may as well try to get some money out of it mm. and try to sell this. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a hit. Uh, like, I don't know. What am I to say? But, like, I'm not going to pay for this. Mm. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> what the... <laughs> The way I summed up my thoughts about it on on Twitter was um, dribble playbook. <laughs> it's better than nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, if you don't have a website right now and you have a, a dribble site where you sometimes put work on, and you don't want to like put any like more attention to your to your website, you just want something, then this is a great option for you because you don't have to take care of it and update it and like keep changing it and making it like better and things like that. Like this will get taken care of by the dribble people and you can just keep uploading your stuff to dribble and yeah, that's it. Point clients and people, people to it. I think that's, that's great for that. Um, and yeah, but it's really not going to replace like full blown, like, case studies and like more in-depth um types of portfolio oh no like if you have this like all of the websites are going to look the same like there's no you know custom themes or whatever it's like yeah Mm -hmm. your website if you're going to use this as your website it's going to look like all of the other websites uh just one thing that uh, it's kind of unfortunate they're like shots preview like the thumbnails they don't like animate if you have a gif they don't play ah, which is unfortunate that. yeah most yeah. of my shots are actually like gifs um <laughs> i still wish there was a better way to take gifs mm, what do you mean by that like okay you do something in framer very cool animation yeah and now you want to share it like a gif of it mm-hmm. it's hard it's not like it's not a no-brainer it, it, like especially if you have like if you want a long video like a long animation you have to think about frame rates and all that and gifs uh, are yeah. awful format and yeah it's it's yeah that that's just the file format though well what i do is i use uh this app called Lyscap. yeah I know <laughs> that it's, not it's not ugly it's not ugly. it's not uh pretty but it works yeah i like that and i use that sometimes like especially if i want to take uh like a I don't know, like like this particular animation or this particular area. But what I usually do um, is I use this app called GIF Brewery, mm-hmm. and which takes uh, like a video. So what I do is usually I use QuickTime to capture my screen, right? Right. And if you if you don't know, you can like select a particular area of the screen to record. So I do that, and then I edit the video like you know trim it the cut the edges off usually i have like a mouse going on right and then with that app i can you know i can, I can tweak the frame rate i can take the the colors and i can tweak stuff like that and i can crop it and resize it so that's cool mm-hmm. yeah so uh if you're interested uh, check it out um it's yeah, while it's in beta it's it's totally free and uh you can you can play with it and see see how it is definitely not a replacement for anything that's more substantive please uh, no what please no 
What? Please no. Don't use this as a replacement. Oh yeah, like honestly, like if if you you want to apply at like a bigger company or like let's say you wanted to apply at Shopify, for example, like we r- really prefer people that have more in depth uh like showcase of their work that's not just like we're not just looking at screenshots but we're actually looking at Mm. how you're thinking how you're making decisions and or the constraints and things like that and that's not going to come out in a dribble portfolio so definitely like if you want to um work with like larger companies um i'd say like in, like spend the time and like think about what uh, how your your product went and like the different challenges you had and explain us that like you're a designer you should should be able to communicate really well so yeah um it all comes down to you know standing out in a crowd like if you're doing what every everyone else is doing you're not gonna you can you can be doing pretty good work but you're not standing out like it's you're one you're just one other guy that's doing this yeah so if you want to get attention of a company or you know an employer or or a community or a hero or a fan or whatever you have to like be unique that's and that's uh, not an easy task i'm not saying that it's simple be unique <laughs> it's like it's very hard and be there's no like everyone else yeah <laughs> There's no recipe for it. So you have to really, you know, explore and try and be different. And anyway. Yep. Is it? Totally agree. Can, can people tell that uh, we're not huge fans of Dribble? Well, I I like Dribble. Okay. <laughs> I honestly, like, I, a lot of people think it's like the dribbleization of design and things like that. I think it's all about the people. Like I, I don't don't blame the tool, blame the people that are on it is the way I see it. And I think it's done lots of great stuff for our industry. So yeah, yeah I don't Agreed. know. I don't blame it. I agree like with that. I and honestly I think it's great. Like rather than people have their website redirect to I don't know, like their LinkedIn profile or something like that, like I would much rather have people redirect to like a nice dribble portfolio. Um, because it look it's like simple, but looks kind of nice, and is gonna be more likely to be cut, kept up to date. So that's good. That's fine. Like mm-hmm. honestly, like I have no problem with that. I think it makes tons of sense for Dribble to do it. Yeah, uh, and I think it's great. Um, uh, but just be conscious that um this might not be the only option, and that if you have a bit more time to spend on it, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, especially for people starting out. I can see this being a good first step, right? If you're just starting out, you're in college or not, or just like getting your first steps into design, so just uh, you're uploading shots to dribble. This is a good like first step. Like if you want to link to some people, like check my work. Don't do like dribble.com slash something. <laughs> like, yeah, buy a cool domain name and point it to this. But yeah, yeah. Um, Exactly. Again, I have mixed feelings. I think this is a good step. It makes total sense for Dribble. I think they it was smart for them to do this. But yeah, I hope this won't replace like real real websites. That's mm-hmm. the only thing. Yeah. So um there's a there's a new Mac app in town. 
It's called the uh, Chapters. Uh, it's a um, basically the the tagline of it is Chapter is the best way to add chapter markers to your podcast. Um, and it was made by um, listener Thomas Richard. Um, that was uh, kind enough to let us beta test it for a while. Um, and it's it's pretty cool, honestly. It's a, it's a great app. So basically, the idea is that if you're looking at the uh, listening at the show right now uh, in Overcast, um, you can see uh, in the app chapter markers that um, tell you like what we're talking about. And this way, if you're not interested in something, you can skip ahead. Uh, and this is the app we use to make them. Uh, it's pretty easy to use and really awesome. So I thought I thought we'd mention it. Yeah, we we, we should mention. Uh, as you said, we've been beta testing this. Um, Thomas was very cool guy too. Uh, I, I think he did a great job. Like the you know Mac development is not something like it's not very active uh, in the community, right? It's it's always you know we don't see much innovation going there mm -hmm. and um um you know for if you have a podcast or if you yeah i guess only if you have a podcast and you edit it you know like this this chapter marks is a thing very still obscure only for people that were you know uh, savvy enough to be able to do it because there was no really like easy way to do this before and um yeah he did it it's a very simple mac app and yeah it's like i love the icon by the way yeah it's really it's good cool. It's not out yet. It's getting approved, like in the review process on the Mac App Store, still. But uh, we, we're gonna link for the website. Like, we're gonna link the website in the show notes so you can can take a look at it. If you have podcasts, um, and you wanna add chapter marks and be like, do what the cool kids are doing. Uh, yeah, do it. Yeah. Chapter is pretty cool. I didn't think I like before Overcast um, implemented it. I didn't think I would enjoy it. Like uh, that, there was some. I I didn't feel like that. This was a need. Yeah. But now, now that I have it in a couple of podcasts that I listen to, I find it really nice. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I remember when Marco spoke about that on ATP. I think it was like in, in Germany. I think it's pretty popular, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's he still was not sold. Like, uh, uh people actually care. But uh, after I guess he used it. He was old. I wonder if we have German listeners. Hmm. Good question. Yeah. Let us know if you're German. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so do we want to do recommendations? Yes, I want to do recommendations. Uh, well, you, you posted the first thing, so you go first. All right. Um, so as you may know, a uh, huge fan of the, the new Star Wars. Um and I was, Which was uh, delayed. Sorry, you heard the new Star Wars movie like episode. Eight? I know, got delayed seven oh months. Oh my god, that's so dang sad. it. Well, I guess it's gonna like it's gonna be a Christmas thing. Every Christmas we're gonna have a new Star Wars. Yeah, I guess. So yeah, while you're waiting for <laughs> the next one to come out, um, I was like looking at um new the new, like new actors, uh, and uh, I stumbled upon this movie by uh john boyega um that he stars in um it's a fairly old movie 2011 so uh mm -hmm. it's like five years ago um <laughs> that's not old <laughs> yeah that's old anyways um so and 
basically, it's a teen gang um, in London that uh, get attacked by an invasion of aliens. Uh, it's honestly, I th I thought it would be bad, but no, it was pretty good. I honestly really enjoyed it, and John Boyega is just like an awesome actor, like, and he's really good in that. Um, so if you're interested and want to kind of see more of John Boyega, um, that's a great movie to check out. All right, uh, it's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give it a give it a go. Uh, my recommendation for today is uh, a video on Vimeo of um, Layers, the, the, con the conference, I guess. Yeah, Layers. It's a that thing that it was uh, at the same time as WWDC last year. I was there. Um, you were there. Yes. <laughs> so, well, I guess you've seen this. Uh, this is um, a talk uh, by Susan Kerr. She's the you don't know she's the the one who made the very famous icons on the original macintosh yep. she worked at, at apple as an icon designer and um it's a talk by susan care and then the john gruber he sits with her and to, to talk about design it's very very cool so you were there right so yeah <laughs> you can tell us about this i was like super close too like gosh like she's the most humble woman in the industry like that's unbelievable <laughs> she's just so talented and so nice like she went to see like everyone and like was super kind and i just loved it like she she is fantastic she is just awesome and and gruber did a great job at the interview too i think i think he's a really great interviewer yeah yeah he doesn't do it enough yeah well <laughs> it's really good i guess like on his podcast a little bit nah, that's not but an it's interview. not it's not really an interview but yeah all of the videos from that from that conference, the, the Layers Design Conference is available on Vimeo as well. So, if you like me, had not have a chance to to go, uh, maybe take a look. Yeah, and so my favorite talk from from the conference um, is uh, a. We'll put the link in the show notes, uh, but it's a talk on uh, why we, everyone should be more like Kanye West. <laughs> and it's hilarious and funny and like insightful and really well thought thought out. So um, you should really look at it. It's just really good. I'm going to see that. Yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to pronounce the speaker's name. Sorosh? I'm not sure. Carlo? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to risk it. Anyways, uh, check it yeah. out. It's really good, really funny. Um, but um, you should really go through all of them because they're really great talks. Yeah, like I will. Oh, I have one last thing. Sure. Um, bonus. Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> now that like no one is still listening, right? We lost all the listeners. Well, now I'm gonna take this chance to uh, to announce that I. Well, by the time the, this episode goes out, it will definitely be already. Uh, but I will submit my Apple Watch game. I will submit a beta test flight. Oh, finally, probably tomorrow. I tried today, but I had like one last book. But uh, probably tomorrow <laughs> I'll get it done. And um, 
So if you have an Apple Watch, and it's a very simple game, um, I'm not going to spoil it, but if you're interested in right. <laughs> in a beta testing it, um, how should we do this? Uh, well, get in touch with me in, on Twitter. Send me a DM uh, saying, hey, heard you, beta tests, here's my email. So yeah, yep. <laughs> make sure you share your email, because otherwise I will have no way to add you to the beta test list. So yeah, if you have an Apple Watch, I, I would love like I would I would love if you could give it spare your time and test it. I need people to test it because the Apple Watch is ugh. a little bit flaky. <laughs> a little bit, right? <laughs> so so yeah, I need some testers and um yeah. So, so that's it. And you're not even telling people a hint of of what it is. It's gonna be a big surprise. So if you're stuck, okay. if you're testing it, you're gonna be, uh, you're gonna be in on the secret. Okay, so I shouldn't say, right? Nice. It's up to you. Secret sell. Um, okay, I can give like a IMDb signups. <laughs> uh, it's an Apple Watch game where you know those safes, like locks, safe locks, uh-huh. whatever you call it, a safe. You have a little um, round thing with a with the numbers they have to rotate and find the right combination, right? Yeah. Um, actually, the story for this was I was watching episode one of Sense8, you know, the Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is that and, good, by the way? Uh, it. it has mixed reviews. I really liked it, but I, like, I understand, like, if you don't. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> it's not okay. like, yeah, it's awesome, you have to watch. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, uh, there was this one scene where this guy was trying to break into this safe and had this like um, had this like the, some headphones and he was trying to listen to the to the mechanisms turn whatever to try to find the the thing, and that was when I got the idea of having like the digital crown as the the little rotate like the little thing, right? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> weird. Yeah, so you have to ro- you have to break the safe, right? By the way, that, that's the name that will probably be the the final name. Break the safe. Anyway, you bought the domain. Yeah, I did. Nice. <laughs> that's why I'm saying like, it will probably be the final name. <laughs> so you have to rotate the digital crown, and you'll get some haptic feedback when you're close to an answer, like to the right answer. So, for example, imagine that the answer is twenty three. So, like, around 20, you will start to feel some vibrations every little turn. And there's this one turn where the vibration is stronger than the others, and that's the right answer. So you have to get a feel for it and try to feel the right answer. That's it. That's a super clever use for the digital crown and the haptic feedback. Well, let's see if I can make it. (laughs) We need testers. So, uh, yeah, I chose you. (laughs) All right, that's it. You guys can find all the links that we talked about and um, you can leave us some feedback if you want to at layout.fm on the interwebs. And (laughs) we're on layout.fm on Twitter as well. And have links for our own personal uh, Twitter accounts in the description of said account. (laughs) Is that cool? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, All right. If you like the show, you can... Rate us on iTunes and upvote on Product Hunt and yes. Designer News. Yes. Oh, yeah. We also post on Designer News. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We never asked for an iTunes uh, review. Or <laughs> we rating, have a grand total of zero reviews on iTunes. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it's really pathetic. 
So guys, here's an excellent opportunity to be the first and probably only <laughs> Not person to give us a rate or review on iTunes. Not even Please. my mom rated us on iTunes. Here's a great opportunity. Shameful. All right. Anyway. All right, man. I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. are you sitting on uh i mean it's a pretty like a herman miller oh, no. okay no no not i don't know this yeah not that's this not a great chair of you sitting on all day i know i know but uh, it looks, looks cool. really nice though yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> designers <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh i should stop the broadcast i'm gonna do that Ding.